Yes, I found it quite hard to uh, sit down and start this today. Uh, it's now uh, nearly half past four, uh, but I've had a busy week and I've been out kicking my heels, as my mother uh, would say, slightly disparagingly, because uh, obviously nobody should be going out and enjoying themselves. Uh, but here I am, I've made it. So welcome to a slightly weary episode 103 of Mr. Bird Pods. It's been a bit of a week, actually. Uh, I've just realised something about work uh, and I've just put myself into a bad mood. Uh, but I'll come to that in a minute. Um, so uh, I had a good technological morning this morning. Managed to get through a whole yoga class loud and clear, um, which is a bit of a shame, actually, because it was uh, a bit like a bad dream. Uh, she got into positions that I just had no idea what I was doing. In fact, at one point, I was all over the place, and she said, well done, and then I looked up, and she was in a completely different position to me, so I don't know what was going on. Um, the other well done I got was because I used a brick, uh, an accessory, so I don't really think that's a well done. I think that's just what I normally do, because I usually can't get parts of my body onto the ground that are supposed to be on the ground, so they end up landing on bricks not literal bricks foam bricks um <clears throat> so um it's very quiet in the road there's been no i haven't seen the builders uh at all i think since last since last time i did one of these oh here comes a cyclist bright orange gloves with a black outfit not quite sure why um so, uh, yes, yeah, so I don't know what's going on. I did walk past the house because on, when was it, last Thursday, it was voting day and they've moved our voting place from conveniently at the end of the road to uh, inconveniently at the end of another road. Actually, it's not inconvenient at all. It's just a bit farther walk. Uh, anyway, it involves walking by the front of the house with the extension, which I don't normally look at, actually, because I don't normally go that way. And there's a black cat running across the road. It's going to get run over. And um, it's just an eyesore. Uh, it just, it's horrible. The house is horrible. And um, it must have been started around this time last year. I mean, it's been, a, it must be around a year now. And it's still nowhere near finished. And no one seems to be working on it. So uh, that's all good. Um, anyway, so yeah, so yeah, that was the joy of yoga. And then I went for a run, and I said last week that Strava had just made my run vanish into thin air. Well, as soon as I switched it on, uh, yeah, so I got it for some reason, uh, and it wasn't very exciting, so I wasn't really that bothered about seeing it. So I'm striding along very purposefully. And um, I did today's run. I decided to do a flatter run, so if I could do it any quicker. Because the one I do around Ali Pali is up, down and all over the place. And I'm always exhausted when I get back. So I went through uh, the woods and over to East Finchley. It is a lot flatter. It's what I used to do. And I did quite a good time, actually. I was quite pleased. So, which actually means that my uh, up, down and all over the place, Ali Pali is good timing as well. Uh, I'm not quite sure why I've worked that out. But I have anyway. There was some logic in my head at the time when I was thinking about it earlier on today. So, um, yeah, so that's been today so far. Yeah, the cars are all over the place. The cars that's normally parked outside our car, our house, is now parked further up outside the house with the extension. And then nobody's car seems to be in their normal place, except for one, which I found quite off-putting. 
actually. Um, so, yeah, I'm a bit tired today, I have to say. Um, where where am I? I'm in the front room looking out the window, and there's a woman walking past. I've seen her before. Um, anyway, I seem to have got a week off work uh, this week, uh, which I'll come back to in a minute. Uh, it's very annoying. So last week I did... Um, what did I do? Yeah, there was an extra matinee on Tuesday I didn't do. It's not really very interesting, that, is it? Telling people what I didn't do. Uh, and then I think the next exciting thing was Thursday, because after the show, one of the crew, uh, it was their birthday on Saturday, the final night. And so uh, they thought they'd go for uh, um on Thursday because it was just a better day, really. And no one was called in early on Friday. Uh, so I went to that. Uh, I'm not good at going out. I have to say, after shows, because the show doesn't come down till about, I don't know, well, I think I get out about quarter past ten. Uh, so I was very brave, and I went, where was it? Oh, yes, it was at the, uh, it was at a local pub, with lots of, uh, lots of theatre workers uh, hang out. And, and it was actually, it was nice, I, I stayed for an hour, went mad, had a drink, uh, and that was quite jolly, actually, and I was glad I stayed. Uh, and then... So I got home late. I managed to get a tube fine. That was all fine. I got home quite quickly, actually. It's really weird, you know, if you get the last sort of late-ish tubes, I usually get home really quickly. I miss your last tube, and it you know, it takes me about six hours to get home, uh, which I always get really angry about. That's partly the reason I don't like staying out late, because once I've missed the tubes, it's just an absolute nightmare to get home. Um, so, yeah, that was all lovely. And then, uh, so that was the first tiring night. Friday um, I went to see Mary's Seacole at the Donmar Warehouse uh, which was a play sort of about Mary Seacole but sort of not about Mary Seacole. So I didn't know anything about Mary Seacole other than she'd been a nurse in the Crimean War. Um, I did some research and she's absolutely fascinating. Really, really uh, interesting character uh, who uh, not a predictable story. Her life story is in no way predictable, which is interesting. And um, I listened to uh, Your Dead to Me, the Greg Jenner, BBC Radio 4 podcast uh, on her, uh, which was, uh, I can find it slightly annoying. They have an absolute top expert and a comedian, and sometimes a comedian can be a bit irritating. But no, it was all very interesting. So uh, anyone who's not a primary school teacher listening to this, because I know that Mary Seacole is taught, taught a lot of primary schools, so I never did. Um, yeah, uh, listen to it. Fascinating. So uh, I'd listened to that, got myself already in preparation research for the play, and I enjoyed it immensely. Had a few quibbles with the end of it. It's by a Pulitzer Prize winning, I think, yeah, she's American, uh, playwright, and uh, who did a play they did at the Young Vic called Fairview, which I didn't see, but was quite controversial. So uh, this was less controversial, but had a fantastic cast. And it turned out the lead was friends with uh, one of the leads in the, uh, although she doesn't like the word lead, one of the ensembles, although she's one of the main ensembles uh, in the show I'm on. And, um, oh, that's right. Yes, on Thursday, we, we went for tea together. That was really nice. Um, I thought 
uh, I like everybody in the show, but um, I get on extremely well with one of the main actors and uh, partly because we've got a mutual friend. And um, I just said, do you want to go out for a coffee? So we went out and I thought it's all going to get emotional and all over the place on Saturday. So we went out and had a, well, they had a baked potato and beans, as you do. And I had a cup of coffee and a piece of cake. And that was lovely. So we're going to stay in touch. Uh, they were one of the actors who was reading my play uh, and has been lovely. And then the other actor who was reading my play uh, has gone off to Chichester. So uh, that was the first of many goodbyes that the two of us had. <laughs> I think we had about six goodbyes, I think, in the end. And that was lovely. So then, um, yeah, so she said oh, uh, she knew the lead actor, who's quite young. Uh, so I said, report back to me on Mary Seacole. And uh, she's called Kayla Michael or Mikkel. Uh, she really held stage. She was on stage for, I think, the whole performance. There was no interval, uh, which I always found a little irritating, uh, bladder-wise. And um, she, was, uh, she was very, very good indeed. And it was a very, uh, the whole ensemble, actually, some of my favourite actors. It was Olivia Williams uh, and... Um, uh, Susan Wolfridge and Esther Smith. Uh, they were great. Uh, it was a very good cast. It was a very interesting play. I had my quibbles with the end, which I think didn't quite work, but um, had quite a dramatic uh, set effect as well, which I liked. Uh, so yes, I can't recommend that because it's finished, but uh, it was very good. Then, um, yes, I reported back uh, that the lead was excellent and she was so she's someone to keep an eye out for performance wise and um yes yeah, so that was a really nice thursday she really enjoyed that and friday and then it was the last day of the play on saturday uh the matinee talk got very emotional i think um everyone always gets a bit emotional it's always a bit lovely at the end of things but um i think the thing with this production was it was a very not for me but for the majority of people working on it it was a very difficult production it was very difficult to work an awful lot of stuff went wrong on it constantly and people had to cope with all the covid uh, backwards and forwards and covering each other and cancel performances um, and it's not a jolly wasn't a jolly uh, production uh, it's a lot to do with grief so um, it's not feel good, has to be said. So um, it just seemed, listening to the way they were talking, they, they did um, they did some competitions, actually, none of which I won, I'm just saying. I was a bit bitter about one of them because um, it was quite good, actually. The, the company manager put together a little playlist of songs, or snippets of songs, and you had to guess what the song was or say what the song was, who was singing it, what it was from or whatever, and which part of the production, it, uh, our production, it applied to. And I was very confident on one of them and I was wrong and I was very annoyed actually because it turned out that the link was something I had never heard of. It was the name of one of the bits of the set that had been named a stupid name and I, no one knew why it was that name uh, and I'd never heard it so I was very angry about that actually. Um, oh, school's out. Next door neighbours are back. The child has a very long stick. I'm not quite sure what he's going to do with that. And um, 
Yeah, so I didn't win that. I was really annoyed. Uh, and um, yeah, so the company manager did a, a tiny speech and the director and said uh, that it was a show where everyone had been very kind to each other. It had been very difficult. Uh, people had been very up and down and uh, everyone had looked after each other. And I think, I think it was a very special production in the sense that uh, it was the first, well, it was the first production in the theatre since lockdown. Um, it was the first time I think the majority of people have probably worked since lockdown. Um, and I think there was a closeness. I think people did get close. And it's a funny old world theatre. It's, you know, you get close and then you all go your separate ways. And it can be a bit superficial sometimes. And sometimes you make excellent friends. And... Um, I think it was all the emotions were very genuine, so that was that was really nice actually. And in the evening, uh, they got the whole uh, the crew and everybody backstage. The actors asked them to come on stage for the end of the final bow, which I thought was lovely. Um, I'm just saying there was no bitterness in the fact that I couldn't do that because I was up in the lighting box. So I did say, uh, well, because I can't do it, I'll just plunge everybody into darkness. Um, what happened uh, was I'd forgotten, uh, and as had the DSM, who also couldn't go down, <clears throat> that uh, the sound, the end music goes for a while and it ends on a big climax, boomph, uh, and then uh, all the lights go out and it's linked to the sound desk, so it was nothing to do with me. Uh, so they stayed on stage for so long, we got to that bit, and the whole cast just disappeared into a blackout, which I thought was very funny. And then as the lights slowly came up, which is the cue for the audience to start exiting, they all sort of shuffled off, which I thought was very funny. It serves them right for not letting me go on stage. Could have made my West End debut. Actually, I made my West End debut in another show when I appeared on stage when I shouldn't have done that. I don't think I should mention that. Um, yeah, and then, of course, needless to say, on second performance, uh, a major part of the automation, the uh, moving set, uh, failed to work. Uh, and I felt very sorry for the uh, person doing the automation who may be listening to this. Um, still teased them, but uh, it was uh, just typical of this show. <laughs> just typical. So we had a show stop. Um, everything had to be stopped. The iron had to be brought in and the audience all shuffled around and then the iron went out and everybody clapped and we got on with it again. So it was all right. But very stressful for the uh, people dealing with the problems yeah and then they had drinks after it was unofficial uh, i.e everybody had to pay for their drink as opposed to uh, there being a free tab bar tab and um oh there's one of the hippie family don't normally see them actually i walk past their house and there's uh, i just have to say there's a, a hand in the window sticking up two fingers wasn't i was very affronted by that and i shall be having words uh with them so um yeah so then there was drinks and that was all fine and i stayed a bit longer than i uh meant to and got home about half past one in the morning so i'm very tired actually um and uh i didn't get that sad actually what I did get sad over is we got to the final episode of Superstore one lunchtime in the week. Uh, the fifth series, or was it sixth series, the final series, it wasn't as funny as the previous ones. Uh, it tried to cover the pandemic and the store reopening after 
the pandemic and everyone all the stuff was sort of masked and it was just quite difficult for actors um, it was all right. It was fine. And then the last episode, the last two episodes just got really, really sad. Uh, and I just cried at the end, <laughs> sat there weeping into my um, boiled egg and toast soldiers, which I always have for lunch. And um wasn't the only person that cried, actually, I had to say. And um, yeah, so I think that was my little bit of grief for the end of the show came. Uh, because it's the, it's the thing, isn't it? When, when a comedy, a gang show type comedy, uh, finishes you've been a long time with the people they feel like family um and it's sad but it was a really nice it was a sad but lovely ending to superstore so if you haven't seen superstore uh it's a very very funny series on netflix which i'm not going to talk about now so um that was all that and then uh yeah so i've got what i was hoping for which is i'm a bit annoyed about which i'm really annoyed is I was hoping to be going into tech rehearsals for the next show. Um, it's going straight in. There's no break between the two shows. So they're getting everything out and the new thing's going in. Uh, I thought I'd probably be in around Thursday, which I usually am, uh, for a Monday first preview. Uh, and I've not been called till flipping Saturday night for the dress rehearsal. So first dress rehearsal. So that's annoying. In some ways, it's nice because I've got the week off, but I'm just going in really late. I'm not seeing a load of the technical, you know, bibbly bobs going on, which is quite important for me. Uh, and I've also lost a whole flaming week pay, uh, which is what had hit me actually just before I started this. That I'm not going to get any pay this week because obviously uh, I have no job until I go into the building and start that. So um, it's nice to have a week off, but. Um, Oh, I haven't seen that dog before. You think you see, I see dogs go by, and you think I would recognise dogs, even if I'm not going to recognise people. I've never seen that dog before. So, um, Madam the Cat still campaigns for food. I mean, she campaigned the whole of yesterday for food. I just went on and on and on. She stares at you, she sits by you, she walks over you, she runs around your feet, and it just goes on all day. She curls up and looks as if she's asleep, and she's not. So as soon as there's a rustle of paper anywhere in the house, she's in the kitchen. Uh, I've never seen it. To get attention, she'll also go outside, even though she doesn't want to go outside particularly. So she goes from supposedly curled up fast asleep to on the bed to out the front door in about a millisecond. I mean, it is quite extraordinary. I've never seen such behaviour. She hasn't got worms because we're not eating our food today, uh, but we're not eating it out of choice as opposed to we don't like it. We're just having an easier day on the eating front i did get a worm half a worming tablet down her without her knowing i put it in some butter this morning and she ate it <laughs> she doesn't know that it was so stressful trying to give the whole thing to her that i'll never try again to give her a pill because i think she'll just get more and more upset um is there anything else to say so yeah we finished little horses last night and that on apple tv that's got a second series coming which is quite good because it all ended up in the air with a load of stuff unsolved um and then uh kath and kim is now the comedy of the moment uh i love kath and kim i only ever saw the first series actually on bbc2 but there's six series of them uh oh and the uh, children are with a broom uh, whacking the hedge with the broom. Not quite sure why. It's not our hedge, so I don't really mind. And then um, 
I've finished, I've almost finished Sisters. Now, I was in about two minds, but this is Daisy Johnson's book. I was in a bit two minds about it because it started out and I just thought it's a bit on trend and it's a bit, uh, it's sort of one of those books written without speech marks and it's all very poetic and jumping around. You don't really know what's going on and can get a bit cliche, that sort of thing. I, I, I didn't not like it though. And I kept going and it's, it's a terrific book actually, I have to say. Um, I don't know who she is. Oh, she pulling faces to herself. I don't know what's going on there. Um, and it's one of those books where you sort of wade through it, but you're not quite sure what's going on. Then it all makes sense at the end. Uh, but it's clever, but not too clever. Uh, I think it's written with real heart. And um, whereas it could be clever, clever uh, and dazzling, it's not. Uh, I think it's a very moving book and very insightful. So I've nearly finished that. And I've started The Starless Sea by Erin Morganston, who wrote one of my favourite books. Oh, it's not a very profound book, but I really love it. Um, the Night Circus. If anybody wants a bit of pure escapism, The Night Circus is a great book. So she's written another one about 10 years later, actually. She's not churning them out, uh, called Starless Sea. It's sort of stories within stories within stories. It's a bit strange and it's a bit fantastical. Reminds me a little bit of Piranesi, but it's not that sort of thing. Uh, so I'll see how that goes. And um, so there we are for another week. Uh, I don't know whether I'll get, I don't think I'm going to get one of these out next Monday because I'm going to be in rehearsals. Uh, there's an, a second dress rehearsal before the evening preview. So um, I may put this out on Tuesday. Uh, so don't panic if I'm not here on Monday because uh, I know some of you will panic. That's a horrible hat. What do people think when they put those things on their heads, let alone what do they think when they buy them in the first place? It looks like a flower pot, but it's a sort of really horrible green. Oh, and now there's cars going backwards down the other road. Why is he going backwards? Oh, suddenly it's all going. Right, um, why is he going backwards? I'm hoping that the owner coming back down here, what are they doing? And maybe they miss the turn. No one I know. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs>